Can't get enough BYU football? Listen to Cougar Nation. Mitch Harper takes your calls Monday nights from 6 to 7 on KSL News Radio. Podcast at KSLNewsRadio.com. This week, it's going to be Monday at noon. So, just a quick programming note there. That's because BYU basketball is actually starting. That's right. Big, Big 12 basketball is back, baby. So, that's going to be a lot of fun this week. But obviously, here on this show, we're focusing on. Big 12 football, and if you've missed any part of the program, I highly recommend you go subscribe to the podcast on the KSL Sports app or all major podcasting platforms. So, Alex, Week 11 slate is going to be a good one once again. Seven games. The chase to get to Arlington is heating up, heading down the stretch. Yeah, and, you know, uh, when you start to see some of these matchups, these next few weeks, because every th- there's a there's a heavyweight bout every, every week now, right, where you kind of see these games and you go, ooh, that could be a tough one. And there's also going to be some upsets that are looming. You know, Oklahoma State's having this crazy tear, but watch him lose a game, you know, in the last week. You know, that's the way that this kind of works. So right off the bat, when you think about the, the big one, of course, this week for BYU fans, if you're wondering – Iowa State comes to BYU. This has got to be an advantage of some sort. The Cyclones coming to Provo, having to play an 8-15 game. The late, late game, we haven't seen a lot of those this year, Mitch, but uh, this is this is another edition of a late, late night game on ESPN. Hopefully they show out better than when they were on the big Fox this week thanks to the World Series getting over early. The entire nation got to see BYU get their butts handed to them. But Iowa State and BYU, hopefully that's a rebound for the Cougs, but they get to be at home, which was a big point that Kalani brought up this week. And I'm glad you bring that up because BYU, to their credit, they're 2-0 and in Big 12 games at home. And I know it was against Cincinnati and a shorthanded Texas Tech, but still, they've shown that it is a night and day difference at home for BYU. And maybe the Vampires only come out at home in Provo. I don't know if that's where, where all the action goes for the Vampires, but BYU is good in those home game spots late at night. But they gotta they got to have a huge overhaul. There's got to be a calling out with – Coaches, players, the intensity I mean, from top to bottom in that program if they want to get a win because Iowa State has one of the best defenses in this league. You know that every single week that group brings it. So BYU, if they want to have any shot, they've got to take care of the football and their offense has got to muster up something, some sort of explosive plays because it was lacking in Morgantown. Yeah, starting off the very first part of your day, though, uh, next Saturday is going to be, oh, a Veterans Day matchup, by the way, on, on the 11th. So uh, happy Veterans Day, everybody out there. Texas Tech and Kansas kick things off with a 10 a.m. Uh, FS1. No, I guess that'd be a, yeah, that's a 10 a.m. Uh, FS1 kickoff. Baylor and Kansas State. I mean, uh, <laughs> so right now you look at those two games, you go, Kansas is going to roll, Kansas State's going to roll, and watch one of those is going to be an upset, Mitch. Oh, you know what's going to happen. I mean, that's just that's just the Big 12, I swear. Once we feel like we know this league and we're like, okay, <laughs> we've kind of figured out these are the power teams, something wild's going to happen. And I, I love that about following this conference. And I, I just love how there's – these teams seem to have this snack when you feel like, okay, they're going to completely bottom out and they're reeling. They somehow find a way to get a big win other than Cincinnati. Everyone just finds these weeks that they got it, you know, mustered it or they can pull it off and pull off some wins. So uh, that's going to be the challenge for these teams. And it's just going to be good matchups, I think, for, yeah. for sure next week. Uh, also uh, on your Saturday, Oklahoma State, how can they uh, follow up their Bedlam performance? UCF. Uh, they go on the road to UCF. Uh, yeah. and that's going to be – I mean, look, going 
going being at home and playing that Bedlam series is so emotional. And then you go down to Orlando, which is like I can't imagine Oklahoma State playing in Orlando like ever. But here we are, and uh, that's part of the conference now. That's going to be a uh, that's going to be a one thirty kick here. It's going to be on the Big ESPN. Watch out for Texas and whether or not there's going to be a hangover there against that Kansas State uh, team this week because they go to Fort Worth. And TCU is just kind of, you know, laying in the weeds waiting to come up and bite you because, you know, they have the talent there. And Sonny Dykes, I believe in that guy. Uh, but does Texas trip up against TCU? That's going to be on uh, ABC. That's going to be your 530 kickoff uh, for next week as well. Texas beat writers last week. They thought coming into the year – but the only team that was a threat to Texas was TCU, and wow, they were they were wrong on that. But may, but you're right though. TCU has personnel; they got talent. Yes. You know, Sonny Dykes called out their veterans though after that Texas Tech loss last Thursday, particularly the secondary guys like Bud Clark, who you thought okay, carryovers from the national championship team. They were even part of the Gary Patterson era. And they were going to be these veteran leaders. They just haven't. There were so many missed tackles against Texas Tech. Can they find a way to bring it together for Texas? Because if they get that one, uh, that almost takes away a lot of the bad vibes they've had the past few weeks if they can take down Texas in one final game. Because you know Texas mm-hmm. is never going to schedule TCU again. It's kind of like Houston. Not not to that degree, but still one step above. They're never scheduling the Horn Frogs again. So <laughs> one final shot to send Texas uh, to the SEC with a big L. West Virginia, uh, RIP. Uh, to the Mountaineers next week when they go to Norman because Oklahoma is going, all right, we have to murder everybody on the way through this schedule the rest of the way to impress because they're going to fall out of that top ten. And uh, the Mountaineers, they might be rolling right now, but they're going to go to Norman. We'll see what happens when uh, when Oklahoma meets uh, the Mountaineers next week. Am I crazy, Alex, to think West Virginia can win that game? Because I think they can. You know what because that is? They've got That's, four different options on the that can run the football at a high level, and I think it carries over against Oklahoma. I do. I, I think West Virginia is going to give them a game. That's you driving past all of those mountain <laughs> stills that are out Take there in the hills. <laughs> That's you, I know. You know what's funny is that I they're know. like they're like I think John Denver was a West Virginia graduate, wasn't he? Like they're back to their helmets say Country Roads on them. I'm all don't try to brand yourselves over just a really popular country song. Quit it. All right, quit it. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, John Denver, but d- yeah, no, I don't think they. I don't think they will. I, I think they're going to go to to Norman next week, and you know they were riding high this week, but I, I think it was something different. And I think that Oklahoma is going to go. Wake up, guys! We have better personnel than these dudes, and uh, they're having a nice season. But this is where uh, the buck stops right here. They can get their seventh win next week. It's not going to be against Oklahoma. Uh, One thing ahead. I do give West Virginia though is. They, when you bring up country music, they got one of the best country music DJs that I've ever heard in a stadium. He was, a thing? he was spinning the country hits. He was doing remixes <laughs> like our guy Eric. He oh. was doing an outstanding job. It was great stuff. Like Eric would, would blow him out of the water, but this guy was holding it down. It was, it was a pretty good playlist. And for the, for the beat writers that haven't listened to a song bef- you know, after the year 2004, they were, they were their heads were spinning in, in that thing. It was a lot of TikTok <laughs> country remixes, but it was some good stuff in, uh, inside just like, Milan Pusker Stadium. I love the idea that, like, uh, you go, yeah, what a great country music DJ he was. I'm all, isn't that just a, a guy at the square dance place? Like, isn't that just a line dancing guy? It's like, pick up it the gal to your left, man. and let's all go. Pick up your sister. Now let's dance. Like, <laughs> 
there's all sorts of there's all sorts of weird stuff going on. The country music DJ. Hey, I'll you're yes. the one who was there. So you there. So there. Uh, but so before BYU, the BYU and Iowa State are the final game of the weekend, uh, like we said. But uh, a another one uh, between two really bad teams right now in the Big Twelve: Cincinnati at Houston. Uh, oh. Have fun with that one, buddy. That's not going to be our Big Twelve game of the oh, week next no. week. No, mm, tickets as low right. as $3 for that one. There's plenty <laughs> of tickets to buy. This has been a good show, Alex. Great stuff again this week. Yeah, I had fun, man. All right, uh, Mitch, safe travels back to Utah. You can catch Mitch and Matt Biamonte, of course, uh, on a midday edition of Cougar Nation on KSL News Radio. Tomorrow, JJ and Alex, myself, and Jeremiah Jensen every day also on the KSL Sports Zone. So for Mitch, our amazing producer, Eric, we bid adieu on another week of uh, First and 12 right here on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. See you next week, everybody.